Hello, people. We're back. It is Soccer Dad Pod time. Uh, we are on episode number two, uh, 21. 21. Yeah. 21. Magic 21. 2 1. Time to drink, right? As opposed to the first 20. <laughs> We're episode. drinking illegally, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> We're legal today. 21. Um, thanks for those of you that have made it this far into the show. For those of you <laughs> that are new, you can give us a follow on Spotify, Apple, etc. Uh, do all those things, Soccer Dad Pod. Um, we've been asking politely for emails, suggestions, and uh, Zach, has any anybody emailed us ever? I had a couple. Really? I'll share those later. Um, I what? don't have them pulled up and I don't have them with me right now, so I'll have to share that after the show. So they were pissed and were like... No, 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 no. It was... I, I, I haven't looked too recently, but there were a couple that were more like sponsor type things. Not asking for to sponsor us, but for us to sponsor them. Oh, <laughs> so yeah. a podcast of a bunch of dads killing time waiting for their kids. Yeah. Was asked to fund some other entity. Yeah, it's more like spam probably than anything of significance. Well, that's more than we ha- we're getting. Yeah, I think we're at, uh, the inbox is up to nine. Oh. Or ten. <laughs> it's eight more than I would have guessed. It. <clears throat> um, so today's co-host, uh, obviously, Zach, how you doing? Doing good, man. Good. good. And sitting on my left, Mr. Jared Bertrand. Yo, I'm doing excellent. Missouri State Bear. Bear. Uh, uh, more importantly, uh, St. Dominic Crusader. Oh. Oh, yeah. yeah. Drop it, dropping <laughs> some hints out of the gate. <laughs> Uh, today's going to be a fun one. Um, in the true sense of the word soccer dad pod, uh, yeah. we've got a guest today that checks all those boxes uh, on a kind of an incredible scale. And really looking forward to that conversation. Um, last couple days, um, we were supposed to knock out a show earlier in the week and uh, Snowmageddon 23. Never happened. Never happened. We got 2.7 inches out where we are. You'd be familiar with that. Yeah. It, it, you know, expected six to eight, got 2.7. I don't get the joke. Another reason why. <laughs> I, I don't. I, I, where are you guys Another reason this? why women should be meteorologists. <laughs> I don't uh, know. What ruined all of our lives. It didn't really <clears throat> even snow in Winslow. No, you guys let less than, less than an inch or so? Uh, I didn't have my measuring stick. Hmm. Well, let's. What did Kansas City get? Probably closer. Kansas the, City, I think, um, had a little <laughs> bit more uh, difficulty. Did, yeah, as usual. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> so anyway, we uh, clearly didn't do it uh, the other day. Um, uh, last few guests, we've been still. I've been getting messages, text messages. Um, uh, if you haven't already, go back, check out. Uh, Jared Imbex in particular, I've had more people reach out th- that, not because of the Granite City thing, but because of what he said. Informative. It was extremely informative. Uh, for those of you, I, I really don't care what the college sport is that your kids are looking at, but in particular, if it is soccer, that's a must listen to because it's just one of those things that's like, you tap the brakes a little bit, let's really kind of reflect you know, and, and he laid it out, and it was it was, it was a great episode. He, he pulled the curtain back a little bit and showed kind of the the actual path 
that these coaches at the higher levels are looking for these players to come through. And it was, it was good. It was good. And we're in a new location tonight. We are. We're at the, the mothership. I'll say it quietly because so many people that have been listening to the show that are around the scene early on, how many times did you guys get texted as well? Like, what is this? Just an advertisement for Scott Gallagher? <laughs> um, and tonight, Jared, where are we? We are at uh, beautiful, sunny Fenton Soccer Park. Um, <laughs> I have my shirt on uh, under my um, sweatshirt. It says I'd rather be at Soccer Park. Well, tonight we are there. We uh, have a couple pops from the fine concession stand here at Soccer Park, the home of SLSG. Um, kind of, I mean, realistically, over the past four, five, six years plus, I mean, we've spent combined... Many, 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 four, many five thousand hours Easy. minimum. Yeah. I was gonna count the dollars at the, <laughs> the the amount of turkey bowl beers. I mean, I've I have the world record of most turkey bowl beers. Yeah. Well, maybe maybe Dustin Dobbs has that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but I am second. Share the trophy every once in a while. Yeah. Yeah, that picture is not on the uh, hallway walls. That's in the stalls, right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, we're. It's out amazing of- how many one day showcases they have for all the youth kids. I mean, I, you think that's a uh, just I think it's awesome? Do you, I, I mean, I love it. Do you think that they're doing it just by accident? I mean, convenience or no? I or think- is it the two hundred thousand dollars they ring up at the one cash register bar in um, a twelve hour period? Yeah. Uh, yes. I, th- I think that is the answer. <laughs> um, yeah, it, it, those of you that listen to the show and those of you that don't, if you're listening for the first time, uh, yes, we're out at Scott Gallagher. Uh, kind of, again, this is playing into our guest today, and we're adding up all these clues. Clue number one was, Jared? Uh, St. Dominic Saint Crusaders. Dominic. Number two, Zach, was we're at Gallagher. Scott Gallagher, yeah. right? Um, here's clue number three. What we're going to talk about real quick is on a positive note, post-World Cup, a uh, national team player uh, that, that made a lot of news uh, after the World Cup and the last three, four days, five days uh, for his team in Dortmund has been absolutely silencing critics everywhere. Two phenomenal goals. Two phenomenal well, goals. the second one was a tap-in, but it was very important, and did, it was at the right time. Did it, it win the game? game? Winner. It was the game winner. <laughs> yeah. I, I would say phenomenal. Right place, right time. Yeah. Yeah. So, clearly, we're talking about uh, the Gio Reyna. Um, you know, and after everything that's been going on, this is what I love about the kid. Um, at the end of the day, he's a player. Yep. Just puts the boots on, plays at the highest level. Opportunity arose in spite of all the noise, and he comes out and kills it. What he uh, showed, this is another clue, is resilience. Oh. Yeah. Resilient. He was very resilient. Is it? That's true. Yes, it is. But I know what you were trying to do there. Thank you. Yeah, I like my, that. My tense was off, but yeah. <laughs> you you got grammar checked by, by Jared. Jared Bertrand, <laughs> and this is being recorded. It's, we it's, went to the same college. He acts like he's smarter, but I was in the same <laughs> I was in the same educational pathway as he was. It's true. I, I'm pretty sure it wasn't the same pathway. I'm pretty sure it was the same zip code. No, I was at the same <laughs> university. We yeah, we both graduated from the same university, Southwest Missouri State. Well, then I 
probably should make fun of both of you more than is that is that what uh, we're saying? Can. Uh, sure, I certainly can. Yeah. All right. All right. All right. All right. Let's get to it here. Uh, we've dropped enough hints. Uh, we uh, since really before the World Cup, I believe, actually, whenever the show kicked mm. off. Uh, I was connected with the uh, guest and uh, guest for today. We started texting a little bit, and um, he was super open to the idea of jumping on the show early. And I think I'm, I think I sent you a note saying something like, "I believe you're going to be a little busy the next few days, <laughs> maybe the next thirty days." And I said, "Just when you come up for air, let's circle back around." And it took us a little while, holidays, all this stuff, and here we are. Um, I'm really excited for today's guest. Um, because, it, you know, we were talking before we, the red light went on. Uh, the whole point of this show initi initiated, it kind of formed out of the idea that, you know, a bunch of soccer dads, soccer parents in general, you know, going through this process of trying to provide our kids all the opportunity in the world, put them at, you know, as high level of, as possible and support them and do all that. And today's guest, uh, his son has checked all of those boxes and continues to do so at a level that, you know, kids dream about. Um, you know, his jersey's for sale here at the soccer park. And framed. And framed, couple of them framed. Uh, it's number 24's dad uh, for Norwich City. We have today Mr. Jeff Sargent. Let's go. Hey, guys. Woo. Thanks for having me out. Glad to be here. Yeah. I'm definitely a... More known, better known as Josh's dad nowadays. But yeah. <laughs> not in our circle. <laughs> not, yeah, no, 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 no. In Josh, our circle, Josh is Jeff's son. Yeah, right, yeah. Right. We we will call him from now on. Jeff, hey, that's Jeff's son. There you go. You know, um, so we're we're gonna flip the script on him a little bit. And uh, for all you kids listening, uh, just know that we gave you these opportunities. So, <laughs> <laughs> Jeff, thank Don't you for coming. Yeah, th thank you for coming on, man. This is this is gonna be a lot of fun. Um, we, we, I'm sure the three of us have millions of questions and thoughts, et cetera. Um, let, let's just kind of get, let's, let's start at the top of the pile. Here it is, uh, January, what is today? January 26th, 2023. You're coming off uh, as a dad watching your son play in the 2022 World Cup, uh, being arguably one of the you know, the most relevant players on the team uh, next to another fellow, uh, not only St. Louis in, but a St. Dom kid, uh, St. Charles kid and uh, Tim Ream. Um, where, where's your pride at right now? Where's, where's your head? Where's your heart? Where's your pride? How, how are you handling this? Speak for your wife as well. I mean, uh, she needs to be a part of this as <clears throat> yeah, well. Yeah. So I will say it's, it's out uh, off the charts, the pride. Um, but it probably is glad. I am glad that you moved this back because I was a wreck during the whole workout. <laughs> <laughs> that would have been a mess. But uh, no, just it, it was a little surreal. You know, it, it almost hasn't even sunk in totally yet. I might have to rewatch some of the games because, uh, you know, yeah. I was floating on air when I was watching them. A nervous wreck and pride. So, wow. Yeah. So, so let, we're going we're gonna to peel that onion back a little bit because. You know, I have, a, I have a ton of questions. And the first question is, um, let's go to the very beginning. When, you know, because a couple months leading up to it, you know, because all of us follow, we, we follow soccer. We see the headlines, but we follow the news as it applies to our St. Louis kids a little bit closer for obvious reasons, right? And obviously you do. Um, but leading up to it, you know, Josh was kind of on the bubble, you know, as far as the, the, the conversation and the consideration 
Talk about the day, you know, because I, I saw the video. You know, I think I think I was crying for you, like, <laughs> you know, you know. Talk about that day. Uh, when did he reach out to you, and how did that conversation go? So he reached out right after that. Well, after that phone call, I think he mentioned on the video he went downstairs yep. and told his wife first, right. and then he called <clears throat> called me right away. Tried to FaceTime the whole family, but I was the only one that answered. <laughs> it worked out good, so I found out second. Uh, <laughs> oh, there you go. And uh, yeah, because as you mentioned, we were both. Part of the reason we didn't go over there is we weren't sure, you know, that, that he was going to get invited. And, you know, it's not something you can really do last minute. So right. if I knew it was a lock, we probably would have been there. Um, so we – how do I uh, – you know, obviously he calls. We're very happy for him. And I'm still in the back of my mind going, man, is Burhalter even going to play him? You know, I, I still don't know where that's all going. So, <laughs> yeah, he, wait, wait, yeah. wait, 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 wait. Was, <laughs> was the Burhalter call? Was it uncomfortable for anybody else? Josh was awesome and just like so overjoyed and took it so well. Like after the call, I was like crying almost because of Josh and St. Dominic and O'Fallon and SLSG and all the things that are just relative that I don't even know. Greg was just weird. I mean, he it's like, hey, man, you made it, dude. All of us wanted to jump through the screen and be like, you, we're going to pound you, Greg. You, you better be more excited. That's Josh. Yeah, right? yeah. Okay, but go ahead. Sorry to jump in. Go ahead. No, yeah, when, he, when, he, when I'm watching Greg on the video, I was almost like, is he going to say just joking? Because, yeah, he didn't, yeah. He didn't, <laughs> he didn't seem didn't have that air, For sure, yeah. <laughs> so, so then, I mean, you, you knew around that time that you know, um, the calls are going out, you know, and, and right. everybody's kind of waiting. Um, just just split second timing when you saw that FaceTime coming in. I mean, you know, not to be totally nosy, but if he's going to reach out to you, does he normally text you? Does he call you? Because, like, <laughs> as a guy and my sons, we don't FaceTime, right. you know? So when you saw that pop up, you know, did your heart just kind of stop? Well, yes, for a minute. I didn't know if it was <clears throat> going to be good news or bad news. I knew he'd FaceTime me either way. So, yeah. you know, I get it, and I'm like, okay, you know, here it is. And uh, so it was when I got it, he's at first he's trying to act like he didn't make it, but he's smiling the whole time. Oh, he's, so oh, like, he's yeah, trying to be yeah. coy. Even not a very good liar. Yeah, not to his dad. Yeah, so. Jeff's son, that guy. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, 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 Dad, I got this call. Uh, yeah, Coach Burhalter, and uh, well, I make like right. yeah. I, it was too soon after the call from Burhalter because <laughs> yeah. he was smiling he the whole time. I couldn't get his cheeks to go back down. <laughs> right. <clears throat> yeah. So, so you know, not 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 to pry, but. At that moment in time, after everything that you guys have been through, you know, and, and we'll kind of circle back around here in a second, you know, wh where where was your head at? You know, was this kind of like, you know, because I have to assume that as you've gone through this process with uh, with Josh, that like you're checking boxes, you know, and you continue to, you know, successes are stacking up. Where does that call that, you know, that team make? Where's that fall? That it has to be the top, I think. I mean, playing for your country in a World Cup, as you know, and not that he doesn't have more to do still, but I was like, that's something that no one can ever take away from him. You know, that's gonna be there now. My the back of my mind, I'm also I've never said it to him, but I'm, I immediately went to worrying about. Eh, sure. All right, is he gonna play him? Is he gonna? Because I don't know. I've like you said, he wasn't a lock. Well, we we the three of us were together uh, at Urban Chestnut in their their new game room. game room i know and they had just announced 
the actual roster. I mean, because it, it was a well-kept secret for at least normal people. And when we're watching and they show the graphic with Tim Ream, which was kind of a not a guaranteed starter, but a considerable lock, and then to see Josh on there, I, I can't even imagine. Did the worry go down or up? <laughs> at <Yeah>. that point <laughs> when you found out he was not only going to play but start did your worry go up or down all right so i have all the confidence in the world in josh yes i really do <laughs> and it, you know not fake but but i also know what the nines asked to do in our system yep. and as good as all of our midfield is um individually the service always isn't there for our nines, and that's why, you know, there's kind of the narrative, oh, we need a nine, we need a nine. And I'm like, well, you know, you know, I'm not saying Josh can't get better, but also just take the last game against the Netherlands, their three goals. Yeah. The service was right on somebody's foot every time. We don't we don't get that yeah. yet. And then, you know, I think we'll get there. We're that's you know, we're a young team and yep. I think we'll get better. I like I like that. Defend defend your son, man. Yeah. Be, be the dad. Well I think if nothing else <laughs> he's proven in his life that if he gets service he will score. Absolutely. I mean, yeah. What did you did you freak out like I did when the when the header hit the outside of the post? Uh, <sighs> Like I wanted that to go in so bad. Well, like, I well, wanted to rip the fucking TV off the wall. Yeah, but but who who freaked out more, you or your wife? Oh, uh, probably me. Yeah, because <laughs> yeah, I'm like, you know, that was in the first ten minutes. Like, I know if that goes I mean, in. I'm like, oh, he could just if that goes just in the confidence. <laughs> like, what happens after that goes right. in? Yeah. Well, he kept. I mean, he kept. He kept kind of that energy and. You know, you know, it, it was always in the right spot. It seemed like, uh, you know, the deliveries were, you know, they were close, <laughs> not quite there. Um, you know, it, it, was, it always felt good. It felt very positive watching, watching him in those games. You know, because again, I'm going to go back to that those months before. You know, we're all kind of sitting and waiting. Obviously, you guys were, you know, and to see him playing and getting the minutes that was really exciting for me. Um, so here, here's. Another question just about that time, and I, I don't want to spend too much time on the, on the World Cup talk because obviously he's doing so much more right now. But who did you watch the game with? Who, you know, I mean, did you have a house full of people that you're like, shut the F up? Like, or, or, or did you just go out in the garage like Bertrand and like <laughs> lock the door? I kind of did. You know? so I had, I had uh, well, Josh's wife and daughter came over. And so oh, they okay, came to great. our house, so they were staying there. And then so she had some of her family over. But I probably had, you know, 25, 30 invites, just people, hey, come nice. on, watch the game with us, watch the game with us. And all it's all great and everything. But I'm like, every game, every Saturday game, every game he plays, I'm sitting in front of the TV pretty much by myself because I like to watch the game. And yeah. uh, if you go out in a loud play, like you said, I might yell at the TV a little bit too. And I, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> look, at, look at Josh's dad over there yelling at the TV. All right, last question, and this is a either or. You have to pick. Which was cooler, seeing – the Burhalter video with Josh or the Ted Lasso billboard. Ooh. <laughs> right? Yeah. Ted Lasso. Oh. I mean, every Brother. you guys are like I, yeah, I will yeah. say I went driving around looking for it after I, after <laughs> I heard there was one. I was like, all right. Is Zach real quick? Keep you bring everybody up to speed if they don't know the Zach the Ted Lasso. Well, he uh, Jason Sudeikis wrote 
uh, copy for billboards for every player for the U.S. Men's National in character team, as in yeah. character <laughs> yeah. as Ted Lasso, and then paid for. I'm assuming his production company paid for those yeah. billboards to be put up in the cities that those players are from, and. I think St. Louis might be the only one that had two billboards. Uh, but yeah. You know who didn't have any? Kansas City. I don't Kansas think. I don't City think had none. Oh, they didn't? No, uh, no. Who would have thought Oh, you it? mean the soccer capital? Yeah, soccer. I thought they yeah. were the capital. Weird. Yeah. <laughs> yep. yeah, so yeah, when, it was funny because when I saw that pop out, because I, I, I'm a huge Ted Lasso yep. fan. I love the show. I'm like, I don't know what's cooler. You know, <laughs> um, Yeah, he's on the team, but that's a Ted Lasso billboard, you know, calling him out direct. I'm like, oh, that's pretty dope. That is pretty cool. I wanted to, I wanted to get that thing when they, then one day I drove by and it was gone. I'm like, Hey, what did they do with that? I'd love to put that in oh, my, my garage. Basement yeah. Wall. It'd be so house. awesome. Hey, yeah. You know what? Actually, anybody that's listening, if you know anybody at DDI management, you know, <laughs> you know, make a phone call for it. Cause that thing's sitting in a warehouse right. somewhere. Right. Rolled what up are they going to do with for it? Sure. I think we should roll. You know what we should do? We should donate sock park. I think that's Hang it out over like Field Five or something, right there next to the road. Yeah, that'd yep. be awesome. Or just put it right above Unger Park, behind two and three, Tim and Josh's. There you go. Both out there. Where's Unger Park? Uh, that's that park behind there that they uh, that your kid and my kid and Zach's kid kicked the balls into the park back here. Oh, uh, oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, I don't know, man. I go where my wife tells me to go. She says soccer park, so I go there. No, I get it. I get it. <laughs> All right. Well, let's let's kind of move let's move away from uh, World Cup a little bit. Um, let's go backwards. Um, you know, and I'm going to go back and I've referenced this episode a number of times on the show, talking about the Kin Godad episode, talking about the it and um, and J- Josh's name came up in that conversation. You know, because it's just one of those things. His physical prowess and attributes early. It's like he's doing things that kids aren't doing. You as the parent, you and your wife, as you're going through this process, because you have uh, uh, three, three kids, right? One older, one younger, yeah. older daughter and a younger. Um, so, I mean, and all of them are athletes. Um, when you saw him at an early age starting to play, you know, where was your head at? You know, did, did you know uh, early on like the club did or, you know, did they talk to you? Yeah, And how, how did you handle that? Because... You know, and I'm going to go on a quick little uh, soapbox here because that's part of the reason we do this show, mm-hmm. so that we can get these stories and these answers from people that are living it. For the vast, the other 99% of families that all believe their kid has it and does mm-hmm. it, um, you lived it. So can you can you speak to, you know, as he was excelling, you know, how how, how did you rein it in, and what did you do for him? Uh, through that process. And second part of that question, too, that I want you to speak on as you get through the question-answer portion uh, portion of it is as he was excelling and you guys both being um, college athletes, when when the club, Kevin, um, these guys started to play him up and he started um, experiencing adversity, how did you guys react to that as well? Yeah, that's a great question. Right. So, you know, at, at the when he was youngest, four or five, you know, he started playing. We had to Actually, the youngest league, I think, was five-year-olds, and he'd been going to his older – he's got a sister that's two years older than him. He'd been going to her games and wanted to play, wanted to play. And, you know, obviously I just kick around with him in the living room, and our house is very much lived in, you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, been there. <laughs> Every window's been broken and all that. So, But he's like – he just wanted to play on a team. I want to play on a team because he's been drugged to his sister's game for so long. And uh, so we, we fibbed a little bit when he was four and so he could play with five-year-olds. So I don't think – he never really played with his own age. 
Yeah. But we got him out there, and the, the first game he ever played, he got nine goals. And we wow. were like, and it was just, he was fast and he was aggressive, you know, and it, right, there wasn't even goalies, you know, so, I'm, you know, yeah. it was three on three. And, but, you know, so I was like, oh, all right, you know, and then, and I had friends that I played with in college that, uh, they had sons. It was, we were in Assumption Parish and, uh, they were in ICD Parish. And so they had about five kids from their team, five kids from my team, and we joined them together and put a little team together. We weren't Gallagher yet. And, uh, so that's when he started playing. They were all a year older than him. Um, but he was doing fine, so we just never thought about moving him back down to his own age. And yeah. then, uh, about seven years old, we came over to Gallagher, and uh, he played with that same group of guys from seven till I guess nine or ten, with me and me and another guy coaching them until they started doing the premiere and that kind of stuff. And uh, and you know Kevin Kalish, Kip, and all, and go at them just say, yeah, there's let him stay with these guys he's having success and so we just kept them there um then they got into the academy and all that all programs are a little changed now but right that kind of stuff and you know he moved up he was he's a 2000 he played with 99s his whole life then they moved him up with 98s and wow. that's where i was kind of like oh you know <laughs> you know we're growing still <laughs> right. we're maturing right. and and I, they're like yeah we're just you know they, they didn't throw him to the wolves they kind of eased him in and did that kind of stuff, and he wasn't as successful there. And uh, but I think that was important. You know, I think you let him fail, let him struggle, let him sure. see what he needs to get better at, what he has to work on, and to be successful at that level. So, so I'm going to ask you a follow up to that because all three of us have coached in one way, shape, or form our kids poorly. Uh, some casually, <laughs> as you know, just bystander. Some like you more formally, like I did as a, an actual coach of his team. So my son, when I told him I was meeting with you, he said, ask him how he handled pre and post game with Josh in the car. Meaning, <laughs> did he talk too much? Did, did, he, did he ask questions? <laughs> did he just give him a pat on the back and say, good job? Or did he coach him? And so we we talk about this internally and we've talked about it on on the show. But I'm curious, as, a, as his coach and his father, did you talk to him about, all right, so here's some things you did well. Did you do those kind of things, or were you more the stoic, good game and let the other coaches Or were you the guy and pointed out, this is all the shit you need to work on? Well, that's what I mean. What, what kind of what, what was the, the feedback loop look, look like from Jeff to Josh? So it was a little different. It changed from when I was his coach in sure. 10, 11, when he went to other stuff, than when I wasn't his coach. As his coach, I got to talk to him, and he was – even playing a year up, he was uh, pretty success. Success was pretty sure. easy for him. Yep. So I would tell him, you know, on the way to the game, say no breakaway goals today because he was faster than everybody else. Yeah. Yeah. Like I said, you're not going to be able to rely on that your whole life. So let's do something different today. You know, yeah. either head ball goals or you have to score left foot. I would tell him this kind of stuff in the car. Um, never too. I really tried, and I'm not saying I was perfect at it. But after <laughs> games, I tried that 30 minute rule yeah. just to let everything. You know, <laughs> right. don't talk about it in the car on the way home. But when you get home, you could say, "Hey, you know, what did you think about this?" And what he had a great recall. I was always surprised on that. You know, I'd ask him about a certain play, and he would slow it down. This this one second play, he could tell me. You know, instantly we didn't. Re, you know, instantly he'd give me. Yeah, you know, I knew I could have done this or this or this. But I decided to do this, and you know maybe I should have done. So, I you know I'd love to say I coached him all that, but he knew it. You know he he, yeah. he figured it's, it out. It's soccer IQ, right? You know it, it in, you know, and I think that 
kind of what you're alluding to, you know, in addition to the uh, that quote it factor of speed and aggression, because at the end of the day, everybody we've talked to that we've asked that question to, it really comes down to uh, athleticism, speed, aggression, mentality as an athlete, irregardless of soccer skill, right? So it sounds like, you know, Josh had kind of this combination of that physical attribute. Maturity, uh, uh, you know, above his age. Yeah, and and the soccer IQ to be able to slow things down, see it in slow motion, know what he did or didn't do or could have done better. And and then obviously foot skills, you know, that were taught or practiced over the years. If you were to go on a TED Talk and you think about those things, things, you know, what would you advise parents that are kind of working up into these systems? Like, how do you, how, how do you work on IQ? How do you work on, you know, uh, maybe physical limitations or things like that? You know, obviously Josh had all three, but he did things probably in all those areas to constantly improve, you know, what, what, what would you say to, you know, what would be your advice in those areas for other parents? Yeah, so that was the one thing about him in particular. He, if he wasn't the best at something on a team, when he got home, he was working on. It. He just, he just always had that drive that, wow. you know, and not, and not as, uh, you know, not even as a, I, I want to beat him or whatever on my team. He's just, I want to be the best. I want to be the leader of it. You know, so mm-hmm. that was something you can't teach. Now, as far as what you would, uh, you know, for how do you. Okay, I got go back. What was the question? <laughs> no, like I mean, no. advice to parents because you know we 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 kind of alluding to the fact that you know, the, the, a player is really a triangle of skill, athleticism, and brain, right? That's right. So, yeah. so you know, having lived and coached and then turned Josh over to others that added to all of that, you know, you've seen tips and tricks or watched him individually do it himself. You know, you know, just one little tidbit. What what would you advise parents? So what he, you know, and what he did a lot of is he watched Premier League and and maybe different than a lot of kids do. He watched the number nines all the time. Mm-hmm. You know, and what you know, you're watching some of the best players in the world do what yeah. they do. Jeez, so especially it, when he was growing. Up. <laughs> There's a few the of nines, them. The right. nines in the Premier League when he was growing up. Right. Whoa. Yeah, yeah. He so, made reference to Wayne Rooney and in the documentary which everybody should go and watch if you uh, haven't resilient on youtube uh netflix i think right is it youtube youtube is it youtube yep. i apologize YouTube. and uh produced sorry, by netflix. Sorry, <laughs> yeah, netflix sorry netflix <laughs> but he talks about you know we're going to teach you how to play like wayne rooney uh okay <laughs> <laughs> i can do that and it sounds right. like he went home and started studying right and, and you can see a lot of those elements uh in his game especially more recently um, the confidence is there, and he just seems at home in that nine spot. And so my, my question now is, do you still get the question from Josh, is there something I could have done differently there? <laughs> I know, Dad, I know, oh, yeah. I know you were watching. I know you were watching either at home or maybe at Amsterdam with Billy and the guys or whatever, but <laughs> yeah, what could I have done differently? Does he still hold you there on that? 
Yeah, she, you know, so we still talk. You know, I don't know if he's calling to ask me because I don't know if he cares anymore. <laughs> <laughs> well, listen, we will. well, yeah, listen here, Jeff's son. <laughs> right. We should always yeah. listen to dad. <laughs> but we'll talk about, you know, I'll say, hey, well, that, you know, just like when he was little, you yep. know, say, hey, what, uh, what, what about this play? And like I said, he still can say, well, you know, I had this guy, and there, but one guy, you know, and sometimes he'll tell me something that I didn't know, you know, like I, like I'll have, I get the luxury of watching it a replay. Sure. You know, oh, that guy was cut. You know, I thought you had an angle there, and he's like, no, I didn't. <laughs> yeah. I'll go did, back and rewatch yeah. the replay. How did you not like, oh, see that guy? <laughs> two guys behind you on your shoulder. <laughs> the that- third time I watched <clears throat> it on slow motion, I could tell he was open, Jeff. Yeah. Hey everyone, JB here with the Soccer Dad Pod. This break is intended to be both informative and an opportunity. Little did you know that we are accepting sponsors, really, and. As a sponsor of the show, you would get to talk to a demographic primarily consisting of parents, some soccer fans, and most definitely drinkers. Consider this an opportunity to let our listeners and social media followers know what it is you do and why you deserve some of their money. If interested in this incredible opportunity, just email us at soccerdadpod at gaslightstl.com. Now, back to the mindless banter. Wait, is that a Foo Fighters song? Maybe. Mm. Yeah, maybe. I love the Foo Fighters. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I know you don't. I, I'm not. I mean, I don't hate them. Name one song. Dave Grohl. <laughs> <laughs> Close. Is that the ballad? Yeah. I, I love ballads. I love Dave Grohl. <laughs> Smells like Teen Spirit. Um, he was in it. <laughs> so we're back, obviously. We are rolling in with some Foo Fighters. Um, this was a uh, kind of... I, I asked around the table here, you know, hey, what do we want to roll in with? And uh, I asked um, Jeff. Josh's dad. Josh's dad, Jeff. Um what do you listen to in the morning? He's like, Foo Fighters. I'm like, all right, here we go. Um, so we're back. We just uh, coming back from a quick break. And if uh, you know, you're listening to that and you, you heard clearly that we do accept sponsors, feel free to Venmo us. We may or may not talk about you. <laughs> but uh, depending on the dollar amount, right? Yeah. Which could be one of the nine people that have emailed us that you haven't replied to. Ooh, yeah, I'll yeah. get into that. Yeah, you won't get into that. <laughs> I will tomorrow. I am. We'll have a meeting. <laughs> yeah, we're, production staff meeting. meeting yeah, production meeting. Do, I mean, <laughs> so where's our boardroom? Ooh. Uh, in the summertime, it's going to be in my backyard. That's a good idea. Oh yeah. yeah, I dude, I don't have a passport. I don't go that far west. So you can stop on the way to your vacation home. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Jeff. We apologize for you listening to our mindless banter here, uh, rolling us in. Um, you know, first half of the show, you, you, we, 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 we pulled out of you the kind of the, the unbelievable emotional reaction to, you know, the World Cup and kind of, you know, watching your son move up through this process. Um, what I'd like to do is kind of stay in Europe a little bit, stay on the soccer side, um, you know, because he, he's already had a tremendous kind of path, um, you know, at, at Bremen. 
Uh, and, you know, now he's in England and last year they were in, you know, the Premier League and this year, you know, they're, they're, they're challenging the championship. You know, wh- how is it for you as a dad of athletic children and having been their coaches and pr- probably never missed a game? Right. Right. You know, tournament, all that. And now your son is literally six, seven time zones away, you know, and you've got to get up at the ass crack of dawn to watch the games. How's that process? You know, what do you do? What's your what's your routine when it's game day? So routine, you know, wake up at least an hour before the game, no matter what time it is, get my coffee going, hang my Nord City flag out front. You know, so everyone knows it's game day. Nice. <laughs> and then uh, start pacing. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Waiting for now, the game to start. Are, now, are you like Bertrand where he, he looks like that rabid dog in the corner of a field, like he's just walking by himself in circles? Kind of, yeah. You know, right? you, you know I'm fine once the game starts, really, but the anticipation until the game, I'm just, yeah, it's not pretty. I just wear a... Well done. <laughs> he feels you. Yeah, yeah. I do. So, I do. so is it a family affair? I mean, is your wife up with you watching the game? Yeah, and yeah she's always up with me watching. the The girls, not so much. Over, you know. Yeah, that's I mean, just brother. <laughs> right, exactly. Your middle brother, nonetheless, <laughs> like no. <laughs> they miss their brother. They don't care so much about the uh, soccer player. <laughs> yeah, oh, there you go. Um, so when he when he landed at Norwich. Um. You know, England is obviously, you know, in my opinion, that's the pinnacle. You know, the the the, the EPL playing those teams and and hell, even the championship, right? You know, I saw I saw a statistic uh, recently where you know the championship on paper uh, from wages and uh, international players, et cetera, it's like the fourth best league, right. you know, in the world behind EPL and La Liga and I forgot whatever the third was. Um, what 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 was the reaction when you guys got those phone calls and the interest was coming in to go to England to play Manchester United to play Chelsea to play those teams? You know what was it? What was that like? You know it's exciting. Um, you're also you know I know it was Norwich calling and great club, but you know they're going to be they just got promoted, so it's going to be a struggle. You right. can do that going in, but you can't pass up the opportunity at the same time. So, you know, very excited to go over there in his first game. He plays against – he subs in against Liverpool. And that's my – that was that was my club before Norwich, put that way. Oh, <laughs> so yeah. let me ask you, though. Let me ask you then. Wait, wait, wait. Liverpool. You, you said Liverpool, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, I appreciate you coming on the show, Josh's dad. Um, so, Where's Dugan so, at? You think Dugan is just crying Dugan, right now? I mean, this thing isn't even published yet, and Dugan is, like, texting me. He's like, I knew I liked that guy. So do you have the Firmino jersey, or does Josh have that? Josh has it. Ooh. Yeah. Uh-oh. I do have a bunch. I have all of his ones from Germany, all the – it's all the U.S. guys from Germany. All the swapped. Yeah. That's cool. Nice. Um, Very cool. I haven't got the Firmino. I might have to work on that. <laughs> I mean, you're his dad. I mean, you, you gave right. him life. Right. You he's know, not, he he's not a Liverpool you. fan. No. <laughs> I like uh, in the in the documentary, um, which was superbly done, um, I, I really appreciated the cameos when you were at the games. Oh, my gosh. Um, and, and just your pride being up in, in you know, in the stadium 
him scoring the goal, um, your reaction, um, whoever those people were around you, whether they were agents, members of the club, ownership, whoever they were. And, and, and you know, I just kind of felt like I was in your shoes. I'm like, you kind of turned around one time. I felt like and you were like, I told you so. Yeah. You know, I, I, I didn't call it. You heard me on that. Yeah, you did. You called it. I mean, I mean, what a, I mean, the, the cinematography on that was. I'm dynamite. And the hug on the sideline. I mean, all that was great. So it made me think of, and this is a weird tangential skew, but I just watched the video of Scott Rowland telling his parents that he got into the Hall of Fame for the Major League Baseball. Wow. And watching the hug gets me every yeah. single time. It's it's like the kids that are surprised by their military parents that come home. Yeah. Oh, every single one. It gets me. <laughs> I'm such a sucker for it. But that moment when you got to go on the sideline to give Josh the hug, it just, I'm sure, and I can't speak necessarily for, for JB and Jared, but we all probably watched that and went, well, that would, that would be kind of cool. <laughs> uh, no, it's Look, weird. I, I have, mean, I kind of have that moment every time he's on the field, right? You know, yeah. But then, and, but in another way, it's just like watching him out here at soccer park. You know, just yep. watching my kid play. So, it's a weird. Uh, I don't know how to sum it up. Well, I, I tell you what, what I want to dig in a little bit too is Norwich, um, current team. You know, w- w- the 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 reception has been amazing. You know, we 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 all follow. Uh, the social handles of the team, of the fan club, and all that. You know, obviously, as a direct result of, of Josh being there, I, I mean, Jeff's son being there, um, you know, talk talk about that club in particular. You know, the people, you know, your experiences with the club. That town. You know, the town, you know, because right now, the whole concept and reality of these smaller uh, English, Welsh, Scottish towns, because of Wrexham, and other things, you know, there's a huge interest. Tell us about where Josh is at. So, it, have you guys ever been to a game in England? I have not. Yes. I mean, it's a real, it's a real village thing. Like, so one time, the Josh moved since he initially got there, but uh, he was maybe three miles from the stadium. And you know, I'm over there. I got nothing else to do. So I'm like, Josh has to go four hours early. I'm like, oh, we'll just walk over, you know, just kind of take it in as I'm going over. And it was really neat, actually. You know, three miles away, I'm kind of by myself. I get to two miles away and, you know, you start seeing people coming. And his stadium's kind of in a little bit of a valley. So, you know, by the time I'm approaching the stadium, it's like you see them coming out of the hills. You know, <laughs> they're all in their yellow and everything. And I just stood there. I stood on the top of the hill on one side just looking for a little while, just watching them all funnel in. And it's, you know, it's a real – it's a community team. And, right. you know, they love their teams there. You know, they live and die by what happens on the pitch, and, you know, it can ruin your whole weekend over there for them. Yeah. Well, I, my first actual European football match was at a Spree Stadium in Dusseldorf, which is Fortuna Dusseldorf, which is where Josh got his first yep. uh, Bundesliga game, or a goal was against uh, Dusseldorf. Was it his first touch, too? It was also his first touch. Oh, God. When I when I saw that, oh, man. Go ahead. Go ahead. Not to interrupt. But no, no. I just, that's just, it's just part of that, that no, mythos. I mean, yeah, um, I mean, that's a that, that's a great story. You, we, you kind of alluded to it earlier. You know, when, when, when he was in that particular game, you know, you as the soccer dad, right, when Jeff's son <laughs> touches the ball the first time, he gets subbed in in a first division yeah. game. What you know? What first did you, touch? What, what did happens? you think? 
You know, when you when you saw that play out, were you there? Or was, no, did, I was not there. We didn't know when it was going to happen. I had told the GM I was, had a pretty good relationship with him, and I was like, I said, his first goal, you're getting me that ball. <laughs> oh, <laughs> awesome. He's like, yeah, I'll do that for you. So I do have that one hanging. Nice. At home, at home. Golly, but, that's uh, such a cool – oh, my gosh. Yeah, that was surreal. And at first, I wasn't sure if you remember the play. It was close. And I think he did have to finish it. I'm going to give him that. Oh, he was yeah. going out. <laughs> Definitely going out. Hey, no, no, no. no way. We, we don't need to break that down. Right. At the end of the day, it's in the stats sheet. It's yes. permanent. It's been stamped. Yeah. Right. And you no, have the ball, right? So my, but my initial reaction was, I was like, oh, my, well, you know, I wasn't sure if they were going to give it to him <laughs> or someone else. So pretty neat. Pretty yeah. cool. Now, did you did you make him sign it or did you just take it? No, no. I just took it. Now, there yeah. you go. Yeah, it wasn't like the Ronaldo goal. We don't need to know. Nobody (laughs) needs to know. Everybody knows what that ball is. I mean, just we don't need a signature. We don't need a plaque. We just that is a Bundesliga goal first touch. Yeah, what? Yeah, seventeen. Eight people to ask. Eighteen. That ball for? (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, yeah. I mean, I mean, it really is one of those surreal sports stories in general, where it's like you know, you 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 go pro, you play pro, you're subbed in first time, and first touch. You know, you yeah. hit it. You know, it's like that first, first pitch, pitch, first home run, first home, yeah, yeah. against Nolan Ryan or whatever, right? <laughs> right. Wow. <laughs> um, let's 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 switch the timeline now. You know, here we are. We're coming out of the World Cup. Josh is clearly playing great this year for the club. Uh, is leading the team in goals, correct? Yep. Him and um, he's. I mean, he's looking great. Putting put, he's putting it in the net. Uh, he's healthy. Obviously, coming out of that after the little sprained ankle. God, I thought it was knee. Did you what, when uh, you watched real time? Yeah, so I asked him. I you know right afterwards, I'm texting while he's still laying on the table. I'm sure. I'm like, how's the knee? He goes, knee. Like he didn't even know he hurt his knee. It I mean, was, his, his ankle that, was hurting. Oh, that that. <laughs> so, and it still actually bothers him a little bit. He has to get shots still. But uh, yeah. I saw the knee. I couldn't watch that twice. But he, oh my he god, they kept showing it over and over. And <laughs> that the way his body sprung forward. Oh, yeah. Oh. Oh, yeah. So, so here's, okay. <clears throat> here, here's where I'm going with this. Um, he's on a trajectory. I mean, he was obviously on one since, you know, youth. Uh, but now he's like living up to, you know, the, the placard. And he's netting. He's netting at the highest level. He was relevant in the World Cup. Um, he, you know, if he continues to score goals... Uh, the way that, you know, I look at U.S. players in general uh, and what's happening with U.S. soccer uh, and the transfer market and the interest in, you know, in all these contracts, like U.S. players are, are, are becoming a much higher commodity globally. Right. Um, you know, speak exclusively from a dad's perspective because he's tw- 22, 23? 22. 22. Uh, he's got a lot of soccer in front of him. Right. How you know? Where's your gut? Where's your head? Where's your heart on? You know, if if, if he can stay healthy, right? Because that's always the fear. Right. If he stays healthy, you know, how excited are you for these next steps? Because you know, if you if you're a leading scorer for any championship level team, really any any team in Europe, if you're a leading scorer at that level, you're getting interest from a right. lot of places. So. Talk about that. Does that? What do you think about all that? You know, I think it, it's obviously good to have options. And what I've told him, he'll probably, you know, like I've beat it into his head. I'm like, like as you mentioned, you know, if he keeps scoring at this point, and that's what it always is. You know, you're never guaranteed tomorrow. You always you got to keep working, keep working. So if he keeps scoring, 
then we'll, you know, I always tell them we're not looking three months ahead, you know, like the next game, try to score, you know, and it, it, in scoring, I say, you know, obviously that is big, but you know, if you're right. playing well, I think teams do notice. You don't have to score. Obviously, as a striker, it's way more important. Yeah. But uh, you know, I think if if he, I just always told him. I mean, and this is from five years old. You keep working hard. Keep working hard. Get, get your head down. Work hard, and then we'll, you know, it'll take you where it takes well, you. That's what that's what stood out to me in the interviews I've watched with you and with with Josh is his ability to shut down the noise and just focus on, I'm just going to work hard. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to be the hardest worker. No one's going to question my work ethic. Right. And you can see that not only in the World Cup, but you can see that in his, his Werder Bremen career and now at Norwich. That comes from kids from O'Fallon. <laughs> I, I was, I was ask, waiting for that. I was going to ask Jeff where it came from, and I don't think it's from O'Fallon. But if it is, and you want to back Jared up, fine. But where do you think does that come from? The discipline from you and your wife? Does it come from you know just constantly trying to be better than his older sister? Like where? I'm just being facetious or, a little bit. Or, but or do or do you think it's from? more of like a you know kind of more generic like a Midwest thing compared to a lot of the other because obviously you know the other players he's he's running the circles he's running yeah. in. Yeah. You know those kids. You know those families. You know where oh, yeah. they're from regionally, et cetera. And we all see the difference in playing styles, right? Right. Um, so, you know, why? Where, where, where does that work ethic come from, and what do you think makes it different? I think there's definitely some Midwest to it. Um, if there's anything I can give my wife and I credit for, we, we've, like I said, drilled it in its head to, you know, stay humble, work hard, and – that probably flew over a little better than the Midwest, maybe than it would at other places. Yeah. But if if we could take credit for anything, that's one thing, and I'm proud of the way he's handled all of it because he's had ups and downs, and uh, yeah, they've all made him I think stronger. And as you mentioned, he has to put out, you know, just put the noise away. I think it he did let it get to him initially. Yeah. And uh, you know, then be hard he realized, not to. Right. I, I mean, yeah. young, that's Impossible. what people forget is how young. Yeah, I mean, you know. Jared. <laughs> He's still 22. Well, Jared, Jared went fetal position crying over the stress that Josh was under. Like, I, it's crazy. You know. I suck on my thumb. Uh, r- real quick, I'll kick myself if I don't answer this question. Um, we were talking to um, talking about Europe. We've kind of rewound um, the clock a little bit about um, where he gets his humbleness, um, his work ethic. Um, you, Leanne. Where do you stand on? Because I know Josh was very, very competitive. Kevin talked about it a little bit. Um, your 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 daughter tonight, who plays for Patch and Scotty and, and Ralph, um, is missing practice tonight. She's she's ice skating. Yeah, good job, uh, Patch. Um, <laughs> where where do you guys stand on? You know, our kids being fourteen, um, growing up. Um, we've had guys on the show. We had Justin Gage on the show, uh, a very successful multi-sport athlete. We've had, you know, our goalie, um, Blake and Jody's son, um, is a very, very good multi-sport athlete. Um, our goalie he plays high-level baseball. Where do you guys stand um, on multi-sports? Um, you know, I know Josh was a very high-level um, basketball player um, growing up, played through high school, played ice hockey. Speak to that a little bit. What did that do for his development soccer-wise? I am a huge believer in play all the sports you can. I mean, any, any sport that your child is interested in, let them, you know, let them give it a try. Uh, I think it develops different muscles, um, different timing, different, you know, it slows. Like I, 
I think Josh will tell you to this day, he played ice hockey for five years at a pretty high level, and I think it slowed down soccer for him. Um, so to me, um, I think it's almost important. Not only should it be you know, allowed, I think it should be encouraged. At least, you know, there, there is a time, and it, it ask me what the age is, I don't know. No, but, I don't you know, at some point, yeah. You're but he was, when did he, well, when, I, when did he, when did he focus 100%? It really wasn't until he moved down to Florida. So, so about 15, 16? Yeah, and he had to because he was going down there. But he played basketball his freshman year in at high school. Okay. Um, he couldn't play the, the second year because we knew he was going to sure. be moving well, down to Florida. I, I mean, I think that it's such an important um statement story reflection that you know for those uh <clears throat> that are listening parents that have made it this far thank you by the way um you know the multi-sport thing you know uh parents are so hyper-focused you know in the circles that all of us run in where you know there's a certain amount of uh, uh unrealistic expectation that are that's in that we internalize that we force onto our kids and think well this is the solution hearing you who has, uh, you know, a son that is clearly... He just played in the freaking world. A 1% of the one percenters say, for, for you to say, look... At 15, he played plays, high school basketball. Play other sports. You know, and at some point, what I really liked about what your answer was, at some point, you'll know and you'll make the decision. You know, and I think that's that's so important because, you know, people, you know, so many parents try to make that decision... You know. Is it more organizationally forced, though? Like, okay, so these kids that are that good at sports, um, they're playing in high-level organizations. Um, the frequency of all of those organizations um, are very high. And so at some point, you are going to get to a point where the organization is going to try to pull you one way or the other sure. or all the organizations and you know you're trying to juggle it at 12 to 14 or whatever the age group was in your guys's family scenario and at 12 and 14 it's mom and dad that are trying to do the right thing for their son or daughter and it's just hard i mean it yeah. just it's, well, it's it's impossible the hard part <clears throat> you referenced it just a second ago whenever you know he became a one sport athlete only started when he went down to Florida, uh, who took it worse, you or mom, when baby boy is see uh, living down there, training school the whole nine yards? Uh, how 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 did that go over in the uh, in in Josh's dad's house? <laughs> yeah. was, uh, it was bad. It was rough. I mean, not as rough as when he went to Germany, but <laughs> but I think it prepared us for what was later. Um, but you know, Josh and I, we were tight, and we still are. But it was, you know, it's different when he's thousands of miles away, or even down in Florida. But Florida seemed far then, but yeah, it's a two-hour plane ride now. He's far, you know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but you know, we had all the time with I was coaching him, and that's all the practice, you know, all the drives down to the soccer park and back home. That we, you know, we were just we were buddies, and we still are. But it's like I said, it's uh, you realize at that point it was an opportunity that you couldn't we didn't you couldn't pass up right but it was it was it was hard so i have a really serious follow-up question to that um which is probably not really that serious <laughs> no it's not okay see <laughs> drum roll please <clears throat> no I, the tattoo uh what was his first tattoo and did you guys talk about that as a family that this is we're cool with this as long as it's this 
I definitely said I wanted to see it first, and he actually got it when he was 17 before he went over there, so I had to go and sign okay. off on yeah. it. Nice. It's, yep. It was uh, on his left shoulder. It was praying hands. Okay. So I was like, oh, all right, I can deal with that. We'll deal with that. <laughs> and then now there's a music, big music note just yeah. below the – yeah, okay. Yeah, what's, a, what's, the, what's the music tie there? You know, uh, I've always been a music guy. And just, I mean, we always have music on at the house and like more, way more than the TV. It's either a sporting event or music's just on the speakers. Right. I mean, nice. that's, I mean, that's, that's my house to a T. <laughs> yeah, you know, awesome. America. Yeah. yeah. No, I mean, we, well, we, li- well, we have the piano in, in the main room and my oldest is the musician. He's, he's going to be going to Belmont to go learn more about music in Nashville. I mean, every night we got piano on and. I, th- I think it's important to play music in a house more than TV whenever possible because it's kind of, you know, it's subliminal. <laughs> you're, sure. you're talking to the people in the yeah. room because you're not just staring at something. Well, it requires you to do something else, too, usually. Yeah, we totally went sideways there, didn't we? <laughs> no, but, but I think this is important because the other part of that question, which is not really related at all, but you have your, your older daughter and your younger daughter, how has the relationship been like with Josh and them and in you guys as a collective family? Because I also have three kids. Uh, JB has three kids and they're the, the difference between the three is astronomical. So as a parent, when you've got, you've got a kid that, who's, that's a lot, right? Yes. Astronomical <laughs> means a lot. Um, when oh, you have God. a kid who is in Florida training with the U S national team, and then they go to Germany, and you have your other two kids. How do you how do you manage that as a as a father? And a wife. That dynamic yeah, yeah. with you and your wife, and 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 that. I just I would love to hear. It doesn't have to be anything philosophical. Just how did you deal with that? How did you handle that? Right. So it it was tougher on his older sister. Um, she's two years older, and you know. So let's say going to Dominic. Josh went to uh, the, the Dominic camp as a seventh grader. I think, and by the second day, he was scrimmaging with the varsity. And these are guys, you know, his his sister's a freshman, and she's like, "You talk to this senior, you know, <laughs> yeah. yeah, you know." So, so she almost had to live in his shadow to a degree because he was just get he got a lot of of attention, and um, so it was roughest on her. But I mean, her and Josh always got along great. But I, you could see sometimes that that wasn't the easiest for her. Now his little sister. So we, she's 10 years younger than Josh. Right. So like, she couldn't care less if he's on TV <laughs> or, you know, she misses her big brother. Sure. Nothing. She doesn't really even, you know, her classmates ask her for signed stuff and all this. And Alyssa doesn't even have a jersey. Yet. So so does she. <laughs> so she's the third, though, right? Yeah. Yeah. Who, so with significantly older siblings, does she go home and like forge his name and then sell this stuff at school for like milk money? <laughs> she might now. Yeah. <laughs> she listens if she to hears she it. She's yes. like, wait, I can make some money on Hey, this? Jeff's daughter, I'll take 10% off that uh, new business idea. <laughs> um, well, we could, you know, we, we, we follow each other on Facebook and kind of watch a lot of that. I noticed that your oldest daughter, uh, I think you just posted it today, like, She's she's got her own new business. Yeah, correct yeah. me if I'm wrong, but yeah. it's like uh, esthetician or help so, me out. So she's uh, I'll go backwards a little bit. So she played high school all through, or played soccer all through high school, and played club ball and all this, and get got some scholarship offers and all this. So this is our first child, and uh, going into college, she's like, 
um, you know, I want to be a nurse, and I think I'm just not going to play sports anymore. So oh, me wow. and mom were both like, oh. We didn't even think that was an option, you know. <laughs> but it's you funny. Can, you can go to college you know, and not uh, be an athlete. Right. Yeah. All the, you know, all they the made effort. us stop. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, we were newbies at the, all the whole thing. So, you know, you, yeah. you just – we both played college, so you just figure that's what's going to happen. And, you know, mom took that worse than, than I did, but it was like, okay. And But she got through that. She's a nurse at St. John's Mercy delivering babies, and now she's got her own little business too. And it's like so – you know all the you, you know I worry all the worry we had about sports growing up and all this stuff. It, she's a great human being. You know, yep. She has a great. She's successful. You know, it does. It, we as parents we just get so worked up sometimes. Yeah. Well, kudos to you and Leanne. I mean, that's that's excellent. I mean, thank you. And that's the reason I asked the question because I think there are people who have kids that that do excel in whatever the field is. Could be sports. Could be acting. Could be fill in the blank. Right. And their siblings are kind of left with their own thing and carving out their own path. But that's why I wanted to ask that question is how you as parents kind of helped them navigate that a little bit. And it sounds like with your oldest daughter specifically that, you know, she has been able to go, no, that's not me. Right. I am not a college athlete but I'm going to carve my own path and I'm going to be successful in my own way. And I think that's awesome. That's well, but remember too, though, they had a third more time because they kicked their son out at 15. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> I mean, that's pretty good. Point. Well, hey, yeah. I didn't think about that. Nice yeah. play, Jeff. <laughs> you you know? try like it, not to get philosophical, but I tried to say, you know, I wanted them always to be their own person. And I wanted like Josh in particular, I wanted them to be more than sports. Sure. You know, because you never know where that's going to go. So yeah. it's like, I want you to be successful at what whatever you choose to do. And it's fine if it's not sports, but, you know, I want you to be well-rounded. That's going to get you a lot farther in life than, you know, it didn't turn out that way. He's doing pretty good at soccer. Well, I mean. <laughs> and, and, so and, so speak, to, speak to this then. How is he as a dad? He's, uh, he's amazing. Yeah. I mean, he's. Does he honor you more nowadays or like you know, she's, now I get she it? just turned one, so he, you know, <laughs> he doesn't, she's not talking back or anything yet. <laughs> oh, it's but coming. Yeah. It's coming. <laughs> well, we noticed and, and, and on you know, some of the interviews from the, uh, the film, Hackworth in particular, Tim Lees, uh, even Burhalter talked about Josh's off-the-field presence. Yeah, they did. Just as much as they talked about the on-field. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And sometimes even more. And Hackworth especially. Hackworth really dove into that, and and as an assistant back then um, at the, the residency program, I just think you know it's a testament to you, to your wife, to your whole family, that you know what you just said about we pushed Josh to be a good person, not just a good soccer player. I think it worked because you don't get to where he is without having that ability to connect with not only the teammates on the field, but the full staff. And I think the, the part that made impact on me, and I think it was Hackworth, he said, Josh made connections with all the staff, not just the coaching staff, but the training staff, the folks in the equipment side. And that's just a lesson that I hope whoever's listening. As an adolescent. Exactly. With a bunch of adults away for. Uh, 1200 miles away from his family right you know i mean that that's and i'll I mean, say kudos when, to him when i hear those stories that makes me more proud of 
than anything sure. that's ever done on the field. Yeah. I mean, that's that. I, mean, I say, hey, I, I want. You know, that yeah. that's what I wanted. Was well, a, yeah. You should get a trophy for that. You and your wife. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, come on, for Look, Josh. <clears throat> part of that signing bonus, buy your dad a trophy. Like, <laughs> or give him the Firmino care. jersey. Oh, there we go. <laughs> you don't right? need a trophy. <laughs> make sure he hears this now. Yeah, which speaking of, uh, I was I was absolutely berated by my own middle one that plays with these guys. Uh, Josh, if you are listening, you are supposed to follow Beckett CA8 <laughs> on uh, 9 on Instagram. We'll, we'll tag you on it. Don't worry. What you know, I love, too, on that point is he mentioned that he – before he got to Norwich, he had no social media. Right. He was a dark horse. I, he did not have I a noticed presence that. on I, social media. Uh, yeah. Um, and our own, I mean, we, we talk about Caden Glover. Maybe um, that's why they think he's more mature than he is, because if he, well, anybody has a social media when they're Yeah, no, 15, I mean, it's kind of like, who's this grandpa? He's not even on Twitter. You mean he's not doing <laughs> Snapchat on the way to, to trainings and taking pictures of himself in Walmart? Yeah. Um, no, I, I I think that's, that's great, and I, I just... <clears throat> I know we're, we're running out of time here, but I I think about what path Josh has blazed for other kids in the St. Louis area. And given that the majority of the audience for this show yeah. is going to be in St. Louis, are there any thoughts that you have for kids who are, are going through something similar to Josh? I mean, Caden Glover is the number one that comes to mind right now. Similar path to Josh in that... He's getting looked at by the U.S. national team. He's he's got a first team contract now, um, with a club, by the way, in St. Louis City. That's did well, I, I can't remember what they're calling it, but they have the first right of refusal if Josh decides to come yeah. to the U.S. How badass is that? <laughs> but any any thoughts there for for the kids and the parents that are are still here in St. Louis that are are thinking, my kid is good enough to get into college or or maybe on a on a team. Any thoughts there? So the, the main advice I would say is uh, there's going to be ups and downs. You know, like Caden, great, you're the first homegrown, and he, he probably knows that I'm not telling him. That's where the work starts. You know, yep. everyone thinks, oh, that's great, he's the homegrown. So, but, yeah, you're not done. This is now, you, you know, you're start, yeah. that's where the work just <clears throat> begins. So and it's a long journey. So, you know, I don't know if you can prepare for it. <laughs> I know I wasn't prepared for it. Oh. Now, you know, I get a more adapt to it now but uh so i don't know if there's advice to prepare for but you just you know know that it's coming and uh and just support them as much as you can well let's 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 pull out a little bit of what you just touched on though uh the st louis um news this you know it was within the past week where they did you know for all intent and purposes it's a right of first refusal if he comes back city sc has the right to try to make a deal with jo- with Josh right you know uh, we don't need to get in the weeds of that but what I really want to ask you is as a local as you know somebody that you know that's been around the St. Louis soccer scene for a long time you know and your son was obviously such an integral part of it talk about City SC talk about the MLS being here you know you, you the, the, the number of evenings that you spent out at soccer park and you know in within this community you know, speak to your state of the union as it applies to the St. Louis soccer scene, the new team. You know, how, how do you feel about what's going on here with the clubs, MLS, et cetera? I think it's all heading in the great direction with the clubs. I'm super excited for City. I got my season tickets. Uh, I'll be honest, I haven't been a huge MLS follower 
up to this point and that's not anti MLS. It's anti. I didn't have a team. You know, I don't follow the NFL anymore since the Rams left. I, Same. I need. Yeah. I need yep. a horse in the well race. Said. You know. <laughs> yeah. So uh, looking forward to it. Um, stadium was beautiful. I went down to the Leverkusen game. That looks nice. like it's going to be great. It seems like everything Lutz is doing and the coaching staff. Everyone, you know, they they seem like they have a a path that they want to take and they're getting players to, to play that style. So I'm really looking forward to it. Yeah. It's it's really kind of one of those things that, you know, it's we've we've talked about how the baton keeps being tossed or passed, you know, within a tremendous soccer city. Yeah. You know, e- each generation has incredible stories, but they just keep getting bigger. Yeah. Yeah. You know? yeah. Yeah. How how long overdue is it for us to have a team? Oh my gosh, we've talked about <laughs> it on multiple. We do shows. we do tend to. <clears throat> Get in our own way sometimes. You <laughs> think? Yeah. I, I mean, that's a whole other episode. Let, let's talk about well, the socio-political yeah, We'll you know, bring Jeff issues. back for a we'll part bring two. Well, you know, I tell you what. I'll, I'll get Tashara on the show with us, and we can talk about oh, oh, you know. Oh, yeah. Now, you gave me other names that I can't mention, but I can mention her. So yes. <laughs> yeah, That wasn't on the uh, no, no talk about list. Uh, Let me ask you this real quick. So, you know, we... We're sitting here talking about Josh, your family. Um, athletically, um, my the most impressive thing for me, just knowing Josh or knowing of Josh, um, tell our listeners something that they may not know about Josh, um, what he's done. My, you know, athletically for me, he played on the, the under seventeen national team. He played on the under twenty national team. I think both World Cups. And was in a residency camp with the men's team all in the same year. Only soccer player in the United States to ever do that. Yeah. That's the most amazing stat that may or may not ever happen again. Uh, whether it's athletically or personally, tell our listeners something that they may not know about Josh. So, you want to hear a funny one? Yeah, yes. we want to hear both. Funny. He was, he was, he was a skateboarder, too. Oh, <laughs> so did Love he have it. the vans? Did he have the vans? Oh yeah, he had the hell vans. yeah. I had to. I built him a, a, a quarter pipe. Is that right? Uh, oh yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> so yeah, he did that as a youth too. Um, now okay, okay. So uh, love skating starts to excel. Starts to really excel. You start looking at what's happening at thirteen, fourteen, fifteen. How quickly did you tear apart that quarter pipe? Ankles, yeah. ankles. Quarter <laughs> You're like, whoa, whoa, whoa. It, Time was, out. it was definitely just a phase. Maybe it was. <laughs> I do have one more, one more question that yeah, I know right. we got to, we got to close this out and I appreciate your time. You don't have to name a name if you don't want to, but if Josh was sitting here or if you were to be asked this question, who has been the most influential outside person in your family life as it relates to Josh? A coach, a manager, uh, any thoughts there? It's tough. I'd probably have to say Hackworth. Um, you know, Kalish pushed him a lot too, uh, but I think Hackworth was where he transformed the most and just being down in that in the environment with all the best players in the country. Um, gave him some good advice, gave me some good advice, Hack did. So uh, wow. I would say outside of family. Yeah, that's awesome. Okay, so we're going to close this thing out with I I I have one question. Um, he continues on the trajectory, keeps putting the you know the the puck in the net, right? Um, EPL 
you know, dream scenario, everybody's knocking on the door. How excited are you going to be whenever Chelsea signs him? Oh, my God. (laughs) (sighs) Yes. Come on. You guys quit looking at me like that. I mean, it's a legit question. Todd Bowles. He doesn't want to play with eight defenders and be the only <laughs> forward. We talked about <laughs> Chelsea. Look, they they love the nine, right? Yeah, they do. They do love they the do. nine. Yeah, yeah. yeah see, they don't he's love got Americans he's very got a little grin. He understands. They don't love that Americans that is a, very much. That is a, no, no, no. America, look, <laughs> I, Christian's this awesome. This trash can is blue. That's the only thing. <laughs> Chris, look, Christian's awesome, but I think he's going to score more goals in Germany. He doesn't. He would look al- so good in Chelsea. <laughs> Oh. No, he, Josh doesn't want to walk alone. All right, guys, here we go. Um, Jeff, thank you. Uh, really, really appreciate you know you carving out the time doing this with us. Um, Jared, as always, love it. You killed it. Love it. Um, Zach, I'll work nice harder. notes. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. More notes next time. Thanks for having me, guys. It was yeah, a lot ma- of fun. Yeah, Good no. Times. Thank you. Thank your wife for um, green lighting you coming down. With you know the kids elsewhere, right. uh, we, a little we, coaching we, from her. But. We, we, we want to thank. <laughs> thank you, Leanne. She, she was, Thanks, Leanne. She, she's like, I listened to a little bit of this. Don't do it. Don't do it. These guys are idiots. <laughs> yeah. So, so thanks, Confirmed. man. Look, congratulations on everything you guys have done. Uh, your your kids are rock stars. Josh is on. Uh, you know, uh, he's on a pedestal for a lot of people, and just know that like our kids look up to him in a way that your pride looking down as a father there are a lot of kids that look up to him with the same kind of pride like you did it you know so kudos kudos there um you know and anytime you want to come back on you're more than welcome love to kind of keep up with what josh is doing um you know and we can we'll throw a patch on a mic to make fun of him at the same time there we go sounds fun sounds like party right thanks man all right guys thank you for listening um give us a give us a follow you know all the usual suspects give us a review too write down what you thought of this episode uh zach's notes jared's questions you know jeff's prowess as being a kick-ass dad uh we'll take any of it and we will catch you next time